Hearts and More Radio. If I touch my shoulder, it touch my hair. Starts now. And I said, what the hell is that? Spirits and more radio starts now. down the lights if you dare spirits and more radio and i'm your host steve rowan and welcome to the 20th episode of spirits and more radio uh we've got a listener call-in show today or, or one of our followers on twitter uh, reached out to us and said uh hey you know what i've got some paranormal experiences that changed my life uh so uh, with that, we're going to get on with this show and hear more about that from Becky from Canada. Uh, but before that, I want to remind you, if you're listening to this and you have had a paranormal experience, uh, we want you to email in editor at spiritsandmoreradio.com and uh, send us a little bit about your story and who you are, and uh, maybe we'll call up and have you on the show. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to invite uh, Becky, or welcome Becky to the show. Becky, welcome to Spirits and More Radio. Thank you. Nice to be on. Yeah. So um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself. You're from Canada and uh, maybe yeah. you could tell us, uh, you know, your, uh, where you grew up and, um, you know, a little bit about if you had any paranormal experiences growing up as a child or when that first uh, event happened for you. I was born and raised in Calgary, Alberta. I am currently in Saskatoon because it's a lot smaller. Um, as far as childhood goes, there was um, nothing up until the uh, time around my dad died back in 1992. I see. Um, so prior to 1992, you, you had lived your life. You didn't uh, necessarily believe in ghosts, did you? Or had you had you had nothing had happened to you? You probably heard ghost stories. What did you think about it all? Um. Yeah, there's there's no belief system. Um, though I had a feeling that something was out there, but it, the concept that I had was that we all live. There's nothing um, spiritual, and we die. So it it kind of there's that veil that separates spirit world and the physical world. Right, right. So, so much like, uh, would you call your? Would you said that you were a skeptic if somebody had told you they had uh, maybe had an experience with someone from the other side that had passed on? Uh, before my dad died, yes. Okay. Very skeptical, even with like the events that occurred around his death. Very skeptical. I see. But after after experiencing it. Then it's just it drove the desire or that need to go investigate. Right. So what was so tell us about the first thing that happened then. What was the the very first thing that you thought, my gosh, there's something more here? Um the lights going off and relatives saying that it was uh, my dad's way of coming back to say, coming to say goodbye. But I couldn't understand it because dad died in the other, uh, he died here in Saskatoon and I was back home in Calgary. So the distance thing and how things worked. 
Uh-huh. So he had, uh, did he suddenly die or was he, uh, get, was he ill for some time and it was expected? It was a sudden unexpected uh, heart failure. Ah. He was experiencing problems a few days ahead of time. He was taken to the hospital here and um, was in hospital for about a day or two and then died. Ah, and now you mentioned something with the lights turning on and off. Can you, how did that all start? You said someone else had suggested something to you about the lights. So two nights after he died, a relative of mine was talking to him, speaking out loud at her place. The light in the living room went off but by, by, by itself. And later on that night, my mom goes over and she was told about the light going off. And it went off. Again I, that night. I see. Multiple times. Yeah. When you say it went off, did they were they specific about they went over and checked that it was plugged in and tried to turn it back on? Anything like yeah. that? Yeah. So a continuation on with this part of the story. The next morning I hear this and I first thought it was a load of bull crap, something like that would happen. Yeah, right. Lights turning off by themselves. I thought, um, what kind of drugs are my relatives on? I see. But they weren't doing drugs. However, I go over to the relative's place later to spend the night because everybody had to do the road trip to go to the funeral. So I was sitting in the living room and we're talking about dad. And during the conversation, the light in the living room went off. My relative got up and ran out of the room and I just sat there. But we... Thoroughly checked the lamp and the light, and there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. And this is in a different. You're in a different city at this point. Is that right? This is at your house. I was, I was back home in Calgary. Ah, so you had flown back, or, or you were you were back home, and your father was where you are now. So there was distance between. Yeah. You. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's distance, and so the light went off a second time. And it was a very unnerving night because I had to sleep in the same room with the light. So I didn't know what was going on. And it just was really freaky because it's like, again, it's, it was the distance thing. Right. Now you did but go up and you went and looked at the lamp. Was it, Were you able to turn it back on? It was like the, as if someone had flipped the switch down. Is that what happened? Yeah, it just turned off. Ah. And there's there's no timers on the light or anything like that. It just, the light just turned off. I see. As they were speaking about your father. Yeah. And then you guys turn the light back on and you continue to speak, uh, you know, share memories or whatever the situation. And it went off a second time. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And that's when you certainly started to take notice, right? You were... Uh, uh, so at that point, what were you thinking? I mean, was this, cause that's the moment, right? That's the moment where you thought, okay, wait a second. It was a long time ago, but at that point in time, I didn't have any, the knowledge or understanding that I have today. It was just really scary and spooky and it really got on my, uh, affected me, affected my nerves. I was a bundle of nerves. Right. So so then what happened? So then we went um, the next day uh, to, I think it was bigger, where the funeral was, and we went and viewed the body and stuff like that. And then uh, we went to the funeral, came back, and that night the light went off again, and, and my relatives had told dad that he can go home now oh i see so apparently it's um the older relatives in my family knew what was going on i didn't and when you say because they, you said they knew what was going on what was someone trying to explain something to you or so basically um our, our loved ones are around in spirit, and they try and send us signs and stuff. And one way that uh, spirits can communicate is through electronics. So the lamp was one uh, conductor 
I see. That one. And this was somebody who's close to you was explaining this at that time. Oh no, no, no! This is this is the knowledge that I gained later on. I see. Okay. Because so, I was spooked for a while. Right. And so was the rest of your family who was there. They were also spooked by that incident. Uh, one relative was spooked. The rest, I'm not too sure. Ah, I see. What year was that that your father passed away? 1992. 92. Okay. So after that had happened, uh, maybe just to kind of keep within the order of things of how you progressed from uh, not believing in an afterlife to, you know, where you are today. Um, what happened after that, those events? You were spooked for a while and... You know that. Then what happened? You probably maybe you you uh, moved forward in life, and 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 that kind of subsided, or did something else happen? Um. Well, Dad's death was extremely devastating, so it took me a while, and I'm and I'm not sure where the revelation is. Um, okay, so humans are are energy, or they're kind of like batteries how I put it, and once the juice has gone, they're back into the universe, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay. So I just, I want to figure out how, how like, the existence of the energy so that I turn to astrology. And a lot of people will kind of laugh at that. But, um, you know, there, there is, like, a lot of validity in astrology if um, you're, if your mind is open to it. Because um, I, I went and I got my horse, my horoscope or my chart done up and then I studied it. And I had to be very honest with myself with what I read. It's like, yes, this fits. No, it doesn't. So it kind of gives the gives the idea of what uh, universal energy is about. Right. So when you went and got your chart read and then started to uh, explore astrology, you didn't do that because of the light flickering. This was just sort of another point in your life where you had uh, decided to go see, get a chart done. Someone maybe invited you or something along those lines. Yeah, but I think it's a continuation or it's a step from the the first um, occurrence right? with the light going off. I see. It's just to understand the energy out there. Right. And if I may, there's, uh, I have to say, I, um, I met uh, someone here in San Diego. There's a lot of biotech companies, and so uh, we come in contact with neighbors and friends of friends who are uh, in in that field of science and uh, someone I did meet because you had mentioned the energy and uh, that reminded me of, of talking to someone a scientist who develops uh, cures and and drugs and things like that for problems that people have uh, I sort of brought that up and uh he said, yeah, we do have energy within us. Actually, three different types of energy cells, so to speak, was the simple way that he put it, uh, that different chemicals react with each other to create electricity within our bodies to, uh, you know, operate all the things we need to do. So there, it's, it's not only just uh, when people say energy within people, we really do have energy that runs our bodies. And so, as you said, when someone passes away, those systems within your body, you know, uh, that are generating energy, what happens next? So, um, it, it's definitely fascinating. But, uh, so you start to get into astrology. Did you have any other paranormal experiences, um, around this point in time where you're getting into astrology? No. Okay. No, it was just straight st studying into astrology. Uh, back in 97, I went to a spiritualist church, and that was very hard because I didn't really get or understand mediums or how they got their information, which was very interesting. They had, I think it's a psychometry 
it's where they can read um, little objects. So let's say uh, they can read the energy off a brooch. Okay. Which I thought was really far-fetched. But, um, but with the information that they get from spirit, it's, it's kind of like a, per, a person's intuition. So it's kind of like, okay, you have a hunch where, okay, not to go down a certain road. And right. you find out later. So it's just intuitive hunches. Or when you uh, leave the house, it's like, well, I should take, I should grab this and take it. And sure enough, you end up needing it. Right. Yeah, I can say I've definitely had those that, that experience of your intuition telling you, you know, stop or be careful. And, and I've learned to listen, personally. <laughs> I've learned to yeah. uh, not question. I don't know why, but something's telling me to do something different. So I do it different. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this this group you got involved with, uh, how long were you there? And and uh, you said you were a bit skeptical of some of the things you saw. What? Uh, how did that progress? And and did you stay and get to know more people there? I only went to that church back in '97. I didn't show up till uh, 2000 and February 1st, 2004. And that was the spiritualist church. Um, so by then, I understood what intuition was. Um, so it just kind of lifted the skeptical veil to kind of understand things more. Um, also, at that time, I got into reading books from James Von Prague. He had three books. Uh, one is Talking to Heaven, Reaching to Heaven, and Heaven and Earth, which are recommended reading material. Okay. Uh, reaching to Heaven, that's a very good book if you want to understand the spirit world and what happens. He gives um, an explanation of what happens before we are born and then what happens when we die. I see. So, um, when you were, you said that there was a gap between when you returned. What happened? Did you, on that first time that you went in 97, did you just go home and, and start to go your own direction with spiritual the spiritual quest that you were on? Yeah, I still went to astrology. Um, on a side note, um, I, I was, I'm... I didn't have a good childhood, so that I've been working on uh, self-improvement and and working through uh, childhood conditioning and stuff. So that took up the chunk between 97 and 2004. I see. And then you decided to go take it to a further level in 90 or in uh, 2004, right? You. Uh, yeah. At that point, what was what had changed? You were just ready to move forward, and and what and what did you do different? Ready to understand it more. Um, actually, what kind of came up is I went to Vernon, BC, with uh, a former boyfriend, and his um, daughter's mother-in-law was there, and she was a psychic medium, um, medium, and she had told me she had told me that she saw my parents arrive at the door with me and when and described them and stuff. So that required further investigation on my part just to understand it. Right. And go from there. That must have been uh, for someone to tell you they saw your parents with you uh, when you arrived. Um, what did, uh, I guess, what is the, where did you go from there? What did where with astrology, let's let's kind of focus on the astrology for a minute. So, did you start to practice it yourself, or or how did that go? So, with the astrology, I started re doing readings in 1996. So, over the years, I've done readings for for friends and friends of friends, and found out that there was like a 90 percent accuracy rate with that. Um, I'm trying to get into Facebook 
groups to kind of uh, teach others about um, signs and planets and stuff like that and how it works. And and can you explain for people who um, who aren't who maybe don't believe in astrology or have not had much interaction with astrology and uh, maybe you can kind of explain because uh, I've I've talked to quite a few people and and I know there are even different sort of branches and methods of astrology that are out there um, for people who like yourself, who were a skeptic at one point in time, what was it, what is it, and how, how do you find faith in what you're, in, in the system that you're working with? Like, how do, what, what kind of convinced you that there's something here in astrology that, that must be uh, accurate? Um, first off, with uh, beliefs and stuff like that, a person will believe what they choose to believe over what is. So from that, you, a person needs to have an open mind and to get rid of all the judgments. Um, with astrology, it's I, I'm I'm on ba- like basic. Anything that I teach is basic. So with sun signs. Um, like Aries, Taurus, you kind of get like the, or hold on, sorry, I keep on flip-flopping and stuff like that. I'm kind of now thinking of the seasons. So if you look at the astrology, like the seasons, so with spring, the start of spring, it's where the roots start coming up from the ground and stuff, and there's like, there's like a lot more energy in the air. So that would describe Aries. And then when end of April, rolls around you have like the the roots start to go down into the earth so that that's Taurus and then come the end of uh, May you've got like the the leaves coming out on the trees so that's Gemini so it's branching out and then you got cancer where things uh, start to become fertile and um Bees pollinate and stuff like that. I see. So that's on a basic level. And um, what do you, when you do, because, you know, years ago uh, with knowing some relatives who were involved with astrology, uh, there was some computer programs that people could put information and get these very elaborate charts and then there was interpretation of the charts and i was told that uh a lot of it has to do with the interpretation it's not you know just put some information in a computer you know birthdays and and things like that and then get specific answers so there's a little bit of something else going on isn't there yeah well there's there's meaning so let's say um uh like okay, so we got the sun. That that's basically your sense of self. Um, it describes the self. The moon describes the the emotions or the emotional energy of a person. So let's say moon and Cancer, they're very connected to home. They're deeply emotional. They loved uh, kids, cooking, um, Cancer and things, family. Um, you go to. Uh, Mercury has to do with communication, how a person thinks and talks. Venus has to do with relationships and one's own personal values and what um, what uh, they're attracted to. So let's say a person with Venus in Pisces, they're more into the artistic stuff like music, painting, photography. Um Mars is more of an energy drive, how a person gets angry, describes their behavior, and those are the personal planets. I see. Um, We're going to take a quick break right now, and then we will be back. We're speaking with Becky, and she's uh, telling us about how she uh, ended up uh, exploring astrology and spirituality, starting from her uh, father's unexpected passing back in 92 so uh we'll hear more about that in a second and uh you're listening to spirits and more radio you are listening 
to Spirits and More Radio. Have a paranormal story? Tell us at spooksandspirits.com. is our 20th episode of Spirits and More Radio. If you have a paranormal experience uh, that you would like to share, please get in touch with us at editor at Spirits and More Radio. Uh, we're also on Twitter. Uh, we, we've just changed our Twitter. It was uh, at Scary Horror News, but we sort of wanted to make it more broad. So it's SHNI Report now. So uh, that's where you can find us on Twitter and uh, get all of our updates and little news blurbs that we put out. Uh, we're joined by Becky from Canada, and she's uh, sharing her story story, her first paranormal story, and um, we were hearing about astrology. Becky, I wanted to know your thoughts because you eventually got into the spiritualism, right? You went back to, did you go back to the exact same church or a different church? No, exact same church. Uh, So I learned more about, uh, it's called spiritualism. Um, So I'm a member of the spiritualist church and they have like an introductory class that you can take on the weekends introductory to spiritualism and it goes back to the history of the uh, Fox sisters I think in New York back in the 1800s or something like that and then they have like um, the seven principles of spiritualism and what are those can you share those with us so the seven spiritual principles of spiritualism so this is the modern one So, uh, number one, a divine source recognized as God. Number two, the unity of all life. Number three, communication, guidance, and healing from the spirit world. Uh, Four, the continual existence of the human soul. Five, personal responsibility for every thought, word, and action. Six, reward and consequence for all deeds according to God's natural laws, and seven is eternal progress open to every soul. That makes a lot of sense, every single one of those. Uh, when I think about, um, you know, the experiences that people have had and and interacting, you know, accepting and interacting with, um, you know, the other side, as you said, sort of piercing the veil. So what brought you back to um, the spiritualism church? Um, as after meeting that one uh, medium that I met when I went to Vernon, and then that I just stuck. So I've been there since two thousand and four. So w- and tell I, tell us about that that meeting the medium that you met. Uh, what was that like the first time? What what? How did you gravitate towards uh, that person? Uh, she was also staying at my ex boyfriend's daughter's place so it was like uh christmas yeah christmas two uh 2003 and so that we just kind of sat and talked about things and she had brought it up so and there's that saying um if you judge investigate or just uh, be curious about uh, the world and discover what's out there so you started to discover you, uh, yeah. you, you contacted her after you first met her and did you guys? Pro- oh no. Oh, okay. No, no, it's just upon first meeting. I haven't seen her since. Okay. And she shared some interesting things with you. Um, what did she yeah. say? Did she, did she talk about, what did she talk about? Just, uh, my parents showing up and had mentioned about my, my, um, oldest daughter how um she's going to be tall but she is um she's over six feet at age 15 which is 
pretty interesting. But uh, just still basic things that uh, mediums uh, tell people about. I see. And you before you had uh, you had met some other mediums, and um, I mean, what was your thought on that? Like, uh, when did you get to the point where you believe that people, these people, were? Uh, seeing things or, or really giving valid information as opposed to someone who, um, you know, wasn't, you know, you hear so much about, you know, some of these people on TV that, uh, you know, use, use trickery to sort of fool people into believing things. I wouldn't say that. Um, so at the spiritualist church, they have a de- something called a demonstration of mediumship. And what happens there is a, um, a medium will come to you, uh, will describe in detail the person that they have there, um, and then give a message. I see. So, so it happened a few times where the medium would come, and um, I think my grandparents, no, no, my parents showed up. Um, back when I was a kid, there was an abortion in the family, and this the spirit came up from that, which was very interesting. So that it can reveal some things. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. So what what did the? I guess you know there's certain things that. Um, people can't know about you is there something that one of the one of the mediums was able to communicate through your parents about something in your life that happened that nobody else could know did anything happen like that um not i can remember going up to the platform after a a reading and the medium had looked at me and said Somebody, um, somebody's not treating you right. Um, usually, I'm a private person, so um, and she didn't really know me. We kind of were acquaintances at the church and stuff, but she was able to pick up on stuff. I see. So, how has this changed your life in a positive way, as far as the person you were before and the person you are now? Um. I'm a little. I'm a little more aware of what's out there, uh, more in tune to what, um, my environment and what's around me, and I realize that I I I know a, well. Most of my family have uh, passed over, and they're on the other side guiding me um, daily. So I know that they're around. Right. Right. So there's some comfort in in life knowing that you have some of your relatives watching out for you. Yeah. I see. Have you ever seen, uh, because we've had lots of people on this show uh, who have had um, experiences with this sort of thing, and some of them have actually experienced, you know, where they see something physical uh, when someone has passed away. Have you ever seen anything like that? Um, I mean, you know, what we would call quote unquote, a ghost type of situation. No, I'm not, I'm not able to see things. I can't even see auras. Um, I just, I'm just what they call clairsentient. So I can pick up, uh, impressions and stuff around me. And yeah, that's about it. The other, the other, like, and there's different, um, there's clairsentient, clairaudient, clairvoyant, um, different ways to pick up the, um, the spirit world. Messages, so forth, messages and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, yeah, well, uh, let's, I was going to say, what are your thoughts on angels? I haven't really studied them. Um, I'm not sure. Um, Something I haven't really dealt with, so I don't really have an opinion. I keep on hearing that there's angels, um, but I don't really... I I don't have enough experience or really delved into that part. I see. 
Because I often wonder, you know, when we talk about intuition and, you know, people have that little voice in their head, um, you know, it's it's come out that lots of people <clears throat> have um, come to the same conclusion as, as you with that, you know, your relatives of the past, you know, can watch out for you and sort of help you and nudge you away from things. But that's very similar to uh, what people, you know, who say there's an angel who helps you as well, you know, so... Uh, it seems like there's probably room for both, but it's an interesting idea to think about, you know, that there's uh, this possibility of uh, a, a spirit that's not related to you that is guiding after you or guiding you. And then in addition to your uh, relatives, blood relatives that have passed on. Yeah. But in, in uh, retrospect, as you were talking, I remembered when I was a little kid and my parents had so Uncle Arthur's bedtime stories, and I think he was a Christian man, and he had uh, published a whole bunch of children's stories with, like, good morals and stuff like that. But one of my fav favorite stories um, is called Never Afraid Again. And it's a story of a little girl who had a friend that told her about hobgoblins under the bed. So that night she went to bed, but she was too afraid. And, and I'm trying not to get emotional because it's, it's very sentimental. Um, so she kept on calling down to her mother, and finally her mother got frustrated and went up and said, okay, what, what's going on? Well, Susan told me that there's hobgoblins under the bed. So she brought up the story of Jesus and the guardian angel and said that a guardian angel is there watching over her every night. And the mother went and talked to the mom of a uh, little girl who told her about hobgoblins. And so the little girl prayed to Jesus and the illustration showed the little girl in her bed with a teddy bear and a very tall guardian angel with a very long sword standing right there. So that was a vision she had? Um, the, it's, the, uh, it's the story illustration. Ah, the I illustration see. to go with its story. I see. But, so the, the mother told the, the child that there's a guardian angel. Right. So in, in a way to comfort her from what yeah. her friend had told her, which is sort of a scary, scary idea. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I think that uh, it's, is there anyone else around you since you sort of have come to terms with this, that uh, you've been able to share it with who also then shared a story with you? Um, can you rephrase please? So, so, you know, you've, you had the experience when your father passed away of the lights turning off uh, multiple times. Have you shared that story with other people who then opened up to you and maybe shared a story that they had? Um, no, not really. I've, I've shared my story, but they, I haven't heard any stories come back. I see. Um, except on the medium's platform and then, I hear the medium saying oh, uh, to the person, asking them if they've noticed that a few things have been moved. And the person says, yes, a few things have been moved. That's okay. So that's spirit. But that's the only thing that I've heard. Uh, where something up. within your home would be moved. Yeah. I see. Well, I think we've all experienced that. I've got a remote control that disappeared completely. <laughs> Got, we've got this remote control that uh, is fairly new and, and it's no one would have thrown it away and it completely disappeared and we've turned the house upside down twice. So uh, I, I think everyone can relate that sometimes strange things happen like that where there should be, it should be there, you know, uh, or you find that things have moved within your home around. Um, do you think that that is uh, someone from the, the afterworld that's capable of doing things like that? 
Uh, personal experience and personal knowledge, I've, I haven't experienced that. Um, so I'm not... The jury's still out. If, if, I, if I've had an experience, then I'm able to comment. If I have not had an experience or have not looked into it, then I don't have a comment. I see. So you have not had that happen to you? Things move around? No. Okay. No. Okay. I see. I see. So where, where did you, uh, so with the spiritualism, uh, what has come of that? You, you go regularly and, and you're surrounded by pe other people, uh, that, um, want to be in touch with the other side and, and within the church, there's mediums and, uh, people, uh, who have some varying degree of communication. Is that right? Yeah. Well, they have, um, development circles beginning intermediate and stuff and then eventually they work their way to the platform however there is no spiritual spiritualist church in the province that i'm in yeah there's one back home in alberta and but there's none i think they have it in uh, spiritualist churches are in ontario manitoba alberta and bc i see Within Canada, only four that you're aware of. Provinces. I see. Four provinces. Maybe there could be five provinces. I'm not too sure, but. I see. We actually have one here in San Diego, and it was established in 1879 or something like that. So very, very old. Cool. Very, very old. I haven't been out there, but they do have... Um, you know, things on weekends, special events where people can come out and they have sort of a fair, uh, so you can go and see what it's about, you know, and, and meet people and things like that. So, uh, I've, it's on my list to do, <laughs> but, yeah, um, take it. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, is there, are there any other, uh, aspects to your story that you wanted to share before we get wrapped up? Um, I'm not sure. I'm thinking of a YouTube video that I had made back in 2012. I went to a, uh, I think it's a, a fundraiser tea. And then for, I think, $20, you had like a 15-minute mini reading. And after I left um, the church, I went and I did a vlog of that. Oh, you and did? And what came up. Yeah, I did. Okay. And is that, how do we get to that? Is that still on YouTube? It's still on YouTube. I just have to find it. Okay. But I can send you the link and you have to put it into like... Um, yeah, I'll put that in the description for so anyone who's listening to this can find that. So yeah, that, that would be great. Um, so the video that you took, if you, if you could just explain it a little bit, um, you went to... What was the event that you went to? So it's like a, a tea fundraiser with uh, mini readings. So what came up was a, like a lot of personal stuff and my thoughts about that and then what was going on in my life around that time. I see. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. I'd definitely like to, to go see that. What do you recommend for anyone who's maybe had something happen and... <sighs> isn't is on the fence about exploring you know the astrology and the spiritualism okay so for astrology starters i get uh, linda goodman's sun signs or susan miller's planets and possibilities so it gives you a more idea of what the signs are and if you want to uh, expand further go into parker's astrology um which is a good book it should still be out there in regards to spiritualism and stuff like that, uh, those three J James Bond prog books, uh, Talking to Heaven, Reaching to Heaven, and Heaven and Earth, those are must-read books. They're really good, especially Reaching to Heaven, because it will give you a clearer idea Great. on the spirit world. Great. Okay. So, so those are the, the two paths to follow. Are there any websites that are very uh, must, must visit type websites that you like to go to? Um, for charts, I go to astro.com or Cafe Astrology is good. Um, in regards to the spiritualist stuff, I don't really, I don't really uh, 
go online much with that. So it's just uh, right now, I think the focus is in astrology and trying to kind of teach others or to share my wisdom. Right. Absolutely. So um, what we'll do, I'm going to take a quick break and then I just want to ask you a few more questions and, and then we'll wrap it up. You're listening to Spirits and More Radio. I'm your host, Steve Rowan, and we are with Becky from Canada, who's uh, been sharing her experiences uh, in astrology and spiritualism, uh, which were all sort of um, originally uh, came about based on some uh, things that happened to her when her father suddenly passed away. Spirits and more radio. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Whoa! So this is Radio Land, huh? The Infinite Turtle, the, the waves through the ether fuzz roll on forever. Roar! You're my fave. <laughs> Me and Bubba, my little brother, we listen to you every night. Hey there, listeners. This is Steve Rowan, your host. I hope you're enjoying this show. And if you are, I'd like to ask you to help us expand our audience by giving us a review in your podcast app. I would really appreciate it if you did that. And for doing so, I want to do something special for you. I want to offer you a free bonus hour of any one of our previous shows. So if you like the Alien show and you want to hear the second hour or the Disneyland show or the Ouija board show, just take a screenshot of your review and email that to me at editor at spiritsandmoreradio.com and I will email you right back with a link to the second hour of any show you'd like. Thank you for listening and please share us on your Facebook and retweet us. Now back to the show. And I can't say how much those reviews help us on uh, our uh, podcast app to, to get other people listening. So uh, definitely do that if you can. Uh, Becky, I had a question for you. Have, how do you feel about, uh, as you may have heard in the promo there, Ouija boards? Have you ever, you know, anyone who's ever used one? Have you used one? I haven't come across uh, Ouija boards. I had a friend that did Ouija cards and that really scared me. Um, no, I, I don't. Yeah, the spiritualist church seems to think it's okay, but I won't touch that. So, um, what scared you that your friend was doing? Did she have anything? Did you do it with her or have a specific, she had something happen to her? No, we did it twice, but it really creeped me out. And I can't remember the details of it because it was like over 20 years ago, but it really spooked me out. So I see. But then back then I didn't, ha I didn't really know much about, uh, the spirit world or spiritualism. So, right. Did, so when you say cards, I know is that that's where you put the alphabet around in a circle and you have a glass that uh, usually it's a glass, I think, that people put their hands on. So you did that in, in the, did the thing, it moved, whatever you were placing your hands on. No, uh, she used a normal deck of cards. And um, basically, I think it was the hearts was yes, uh, clubs was no, diamonds maybe, and then the other suit question mark or something like that. Ah, I see. So it was sort of uh, translating a normal deck of cards. And then there's also yeah. a thing. Does anyone within the spiritualism church that you're involved with use the pendulum to ask questions? Uh, not that I've come across. However, there is a person on Tumblr that does pendul pendulum readings. Right. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I was actually exposed to that when I was really young. My grandmother uh, married someone, uh, a man who had this pendulum, and he didn't quite explain the whole thing, but, you know, he did have it. And I remember him saying if, you know, the chain was moving in the center, it meant one thing, and then if the actual metal part at the bottom moved right and left and, and so forth. So we were kids, so he didn't he didn't say this was a way to talk to the spirit world. He just left it at that but 
that was my first experience or exposure to anything like that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was just curious if, if anyone within the church there uses any of those tools, you know, some of the things that other people uh, have, you know, say have this divination uh, capabilities, you know, so. Yeah, no, not, nothing at this spiritualist church that I know. I took a, a introductory mediumship class back in 2005. But I think there's like too many things going on in my life, so I had uh, withdrawn. But I still have the book, and I'm still trying to work on, um, I guess, communication with spirit. Right, right. I see. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I uh, appreciate you sharing your story with us and your journey from that point a long time ago to today, and uh, going from skeptic to believer. Uh, these are the kind of stories that, uh, you know, maybe someone else who's out there who might be struggling with something, uh, you know, can reach towards and, and, and be inspired by. So uh, thank you again. And uh, I really appreciate you being on the show. And uh, we finally connected here. Um, I'm going yeah. to. Uh, yeah. So uh, go ahead and send that stuff in the email and I'll make sure it's part of this podcast so other people can can get to that. So. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Great. Absolutely. Uh, we will, uh, we've got, uh, some more shows lined up for everyone. So, uh, if you're listening to this one, subscribe and share it, uh, with your friends who may have an interest in, uh, anything to do with paranormal things. We even, uh, cross some lines into some other topics as well. Uh, you know, anything along the fringes of, of uh of the world and the galaxy will cover so uh if you have something interesting remember uh write into us at editor at spiritsandmoreradio.com thank you again and uh we'll see everyone next time I'm